This is Retirement Keys with Anthony Kinjemi from Crescent City Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Anthony provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Keys with your host, Anthony Kinjemi. All right, hello and welcome back to another show of uh, Retirement Keys. My name is Anthony Kinjemi with Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're so happy that you're joining us here this morning on this beautiful Sunday morning uh, to learn about uh, retirement topics that we'll be discussing. We thank you so much for joining us. We have our fabulous co-host here today as well, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, thank you so much for being with us. How are you today? Well, I'm doing great. And thanks for asking, Anthony, and, and for having me on the show once again. You know, I had a great week because I, I've finally been getting things done around the house as well as working all week. But last weekend was a good one. I actually uh, got some things done and it feels good to check those things off the, the list uh, as I go. And I'd been letting them pile up for a while. So that was good. And otherwise, my, the family's doing well. How about you? How are you and your boys and the family doing? We're doing good, Tony. We just got off this my pass uh, last weekend. We went to um, my 20-year-old. Anthony turned 20 on the uh, on the 27th of March. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, and he's our fisherman of the family. So his uh, birthday weekend was a little camp and around Lake Catherine, and we rented a camp, and we had family come out, and we boiled crawfish, and we were able to fish, you know, for several days, you know, they could come back in, they come to the camp and go back that evening. And he just had a blast. He had friends there. We had family there. We boiled crawfish, we fished, we fried fish. So we had a really, really nice time with them. Uh, so that was good. You know, Tony, I don't know. Do you know anything about bull, about crawfish, Tony? No, you know, <laughs> you've mentioned that to me before and I only know what I've learned from you. <laughs> so, I'm not wow. a big expert because I was born and raised in Minnesota. I, you know, I didn't really grow up around crawfish or have them too much. Isn't that something? Well, I guarantee you, Tony, our listening audience is smirking right I, now. I'm but, sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> because we are big, especially this time of year and really going through to uh, Easter and, um, and, uh, and then throughout, you know, this season, uh, crawfish are just phenomenal. And I know that you will be coming in soon to visit. Yep. And so when you come in, we will make sure that we get to sit down and have some ball crawfish and a cold beer. Oh, and yeah. I guarantee you, you'll, you'll love it. Oh, I know I will. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be great. And it'll be good to see the new offices too. I haven't seen those yet. And you just, uh, moved, uh, the business there, Crescent City Retirement, has a brand new uh, offices. So that's really cool. And uh, we're going to go and work on the radio room, your uh, studio there in your new offices. So I'm excited about that. Uh, that'll be great and good for upcoming shows and interviews with local uh, business people, things like that. We'll get you all set up. Now, today's show, we're talking about questions to ask 
uh, someone like yourself, when people come and meet with you or they're trying to decide on a financial professional, everyone should be working with a financial services professional. But obviously, um, we always talk about the value of that, uh, whether it's taxes, college funds, retirement income, insurance, uh, you know, investments, uh, the markets. There's a lot uh, that a seasoned financial service professional can help you with. So what do you have first for us today? Where do you want to start? That's great, Tony. So um, we chose this week's topic after coming across a really well done Investopedia article. The title of the article was 10 questions to ask your financial advisor about retirement. So this is a fabulous article, and the article goes on to explain that a good place to start is to make a list of all the financial services that you might need in retirement, whether it's a retirement income or insurance products or a combination of both. Uh, and you want to make sure that you have a clear picture of what you need before you begin the process of choosing your financial services professional. From there, you would get on the Internet and start researching financial professionals who live in your area. You'd check out their website. Uh, is it a polished and professional website? Does it give you an idea of who they are who their team is, uh, how about their uh, social media. Make sure you reach out to your family and friends and coworkers to see if they have one that uh, their own that they could recommend to you. That's another resource you have. And finally, once you've found a few to meet with, you want to head into their office or hop on a video call so you can ask them these 10 critical questions. And Tony, I just can't emphasize how important that is, because if you think about it, if you don't have a really good outline of what it is that you feel you're going to need in your retirement planning firm, your financial professional, then it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little more, um, uh, you know, you'll, you'll be a little more disoriented. Whereas if you know exactly what you're looking for and exactly what services you're looking for, then you can be much more clear in your interviewing process. Well, right. And that's important right there. I think that makes a lot of sense. And clearly an experienced financial professional is going to be more than happy to spend some time with you sharing their background and answering your questions. At least I know that's uh, how you are, and you can do that for our listeners out there. Uh, and you as a financial advisor know you're not entitled to their business. They, You have to work hard to earn it, and I know you do, and, and that's why you have so many clients over the years and work with so many folks in our community. Now, what's the first question you would suggest we ask? Sure. So the first question I would suggest is, uh, what do you like about your job? You know, is, 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 is both a very simple, but a very powerful question. I mean, after all, why would you want to trust your money or your future with someone who isn't really <clears throat> passionate about their work? The right financial services professional is one who gets excited and animated when they start talking about budgets and paying down debt and health care costs and insurance and taxes and wealth management. You, you name it. Make sure they're making eye contact with you and smiling and gesturing and during your conversation. 
be leery of someone who's who's slumping and not paying attention or perhaps worst of all staring at their phone or something you know so obviously you want someone that is passionate about their profession and and retirement planning and you can sense that just in in talking to someone if they've really got a passion for what they do or if it's just you know part of their nine to five you know work day yeah Uh, so i would say that's the first thing you know just ask them you know what do you like about your job i think is a great question to start with yeah and that's a great point anthony i mean your questions and financial future should be important to them uh, more important than, you know, looking at their uh, phone or their Facebook page while you're talking. <laughs> you would think. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and then the next uh, question I would say, Tony, is uh, which services do you provide to your clients? So which services or what services do you provide to your clients? This is absolutely essential nuts and bolts question. Obviously, you're going to want to work with someone who can meet your varied needs and expectations. For most folks, a financial services professional needs to be ready to do a handful of key things. Uh, They're going to need to help you determine how much you're going to need for retirement, how to achieve it. They're going to need to help you find income earning tools that match both your needs and your risk tolerance. They're going to need to help you manage your expenses today and in retirement. They're going to have to explore your options for managing potential long-term care costs. And uh, they're going to have to devise an advantageous tax strategy. In other words, they're going to have to talk of tax efficiency. So, you know, there's a handful of things that need to be in place there. Well, yeah, definitely. And I, I like to think of a financial services professional as a really good coach. Uh, you're there to help guide uh, people and uh, the occasional pep talk, right? <laughs> Absolutely, Tony. And I think that's a really uh, great uh, perspective. The article notes your next question should be, do you have any qualifications? And if so, what are they? You know, there's a number of relevant certifications out there. So spend time really honing in on the services you need, and then use that information to decide what certifications you want your potential financial services professional to have. Now, there's websites like Designation Check that can help you search for a qualified professional or help you determine if the certification your potential financial service professional advises uh, are legitimate, you know, are are legitimate certifications. So looking at their certifications and looking at uh, what certifications are really going to best match what it is that you are going to need in retirement, making sure that they're certifications match the uh, the work at hand. Sure. And this has been a great show so far, but we should take a quick break here, Anthony. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? Well, I just want to thank you all for tuning in. We just appreciate you joining us every Sunday. Uh, we will um, We will be back at our next segment, but I want to encourage you, if you don't have a formal retirement plan and you'd like one or you'd like to get a second opinion, take advantage of this special offer. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. 
This is Anthony Kinjemi of Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering a complimentary gourmet dinner and retirement planning workshop, the five keys to a stress-free retirement. This is one workshop you won't want to miss. Call in the next 20 minutes for this no-cost offer. Seating is limited. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171. And welcome back to Retirement Keys with our host, Anthony Kinjemi. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And during today's show, we're looking at some of the more important questions you should ask when you meet with a potential financial services professional to determine if you want to work with them. And I think this is really uh, an informative episode, Anthony. Some great questions so far. Uh, What do you have for us next? Well, Tony, the next question from the Investopedia article. And again, the title of the article is the 10 questions to ask your financial advisor about retirement is, are you a fiduciary? So it's a great question. Are you a fiduciary? And in its simplest term, fiduciary duty is a legal term that means your financial services professional is duty bound to act in your best interests. Essentially, this means they will steer you toward financial tools that best work for you. Remember, there's nothing wrong with a financial services professional making money on the services they provide. After all, everyone deserves to be rewarded for their hard work. And while it's great when your needs and theirs match, your needs should ultimately be paramount. As the article also states, fee-based financial services professionals may be more inclined to assume fiduciary duty than those who are just working simply on commission. Right. And I think that's a good breakdown. I'm glad you went over that. That's an important question. Are you a fiduciary? And uh, Anthony, I know that you are a fiduciary and you look out for your client's best interests. And that's so important. And working with a financial services professional like yourself it's a, it's like a business relationship. It's like a team and, and the needs of both parties are important. But as you said, when it comes down to it, uh, your needs, the client's needs should be prioritized. So what do you have for us next? What's the next question you want to give us? Absolutely. The next question uh, is how will you be compensated? How do you get compensated? It fits right in with what we've been talking about. This is the kind of question that you should get out in the open so it can be addressed. There's no reason to let compensation be the elephant in the room, or in this case, the elephant in the financial services professional's office. I mean, bear in mind, you shouldn't automatically reject a potential financial services professional because they're the most expensive, uh, they could very well be worth it. But but for that matter, though, it certainly should be very transparent. I mean, in other words, how do y'all get paid? I mean, is a very important question, and it's certainly one that should be asked. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's really important. And to me, um, you know, I, I think that uh, most financial services professionals are going to be impressed if you come at them with a list of really good questions like this during your first meeting, uh, you're going to be quickly ID'd as someone they're going to be excited to work with. And and I know you would agree with that. Oh, absolutely. I do agree. Um, and incidentally, just as a side note, 
for a list of these questions, because you may be driving and you can't write these down, just call the office. Give our office a call. We'll fax. We'll email you a complete list of all of these questions at 504-828-2171. Or just go to CrescentCityRetirement.com and request uh, for a phone consultation and we'll get you a list of all these questions. So absolutely. But you want the questions. So you, when you're on your search for a retirement planning firm, you've got some good questions that you can ask. And Tony, the next question the article suggests, which I think is a very good one is, does your firm hold my money and investments? In other words, do they hold the money Uh, Your chosen financial services professional shouldn't directly come into contact with your assets uh, minus the fees you pay for their services. Instead, they should contract with a reputable custodian, which could either be a third party or owned by their firm. This custodian holds your assets and processes transactions, collects dividends and interest payments, handles distributions and supplies monthly statements. Uh, There are a variety of well-known and very reputable third-party custodians out there. So, you know, and I don't want to name them on the air, but they've got some real big ones, you know, that we all know of when we, when, when you hear them, you're going to say, well, sure, I know those custodians. And that's what we're talking about here. Does the the firm themselves hold the assets or do they use a third party custodian, a reputable third party custodian? That's a very important question. Yeah. And you've heard of the big, like there's a big three, they're big corporations that act as custodians. And, and uh, I think that's really important uh, to ask. And the idea of a third party custodian is a bit of an eye opener, I bet, for a lot of listeners out there though. So I think that's a great piece of information. What's the next question? Yeah, Tony, absolutely. It is. And, uh, so, um, the next question I would say, Tony, is a is a is you know every bit I think one's as good as the next with this article was just phenomenal. But what's your investment philosophy? Uh, is the next question you should ask your uh, potential FSP. Uh, this is a fairly basic question that a financial services professional should be able to answer without breaking a sweat. (laughs) Their answers should touch on the mechanics behind their strategy and how the strategy they devise will help you meet your various financial goals. You should know, and they should be able to articulate very easily what their investment philosophy is for their firm, for their retirement uh, clients. Yeah. Yeah. And and even on past shows, we've talked about how uh, uh, surveys indicate that the lack of consistent communication is one of the biggest complaints that people have about their financial services professional. Uh, does in, does the article say anything about that? Well, actually, Tony, that leads us right into the article's next question. And that is, how will we touch base about my investment? How does the firm keep up with us? Clearly, because it's your money, you have the right to have a level of communication that makes you feel comfortable. In most cases, a quarterly contact should be the bare minimum. Uh, 
Uh, for many, monthly contact is ideal. With monthly contact, your financial services professional can walk you through transactions, asset fluctuation, and relevant industry changes or development. So you should be hearing from your firm, I would say monthly via email, newsletter, phone calls, uh, office visits, all of those things, uh, Tony, to, to keep you informed of how your accounts are doing and, and what the firm's uh, outlook is sure. for, the, for the next quarter. Well, sure. And setting your expectations for communications early in the relationship is probably the best play there. Oh, there's no question about it. The next question, Tony, what happens to my money if something happens to you? Now, that that's a that's a great question is one of uh, you hope to never have to ask, but you should be prepared. Nonetheless, uh, when you ask this question, your potential financial professional should be able to walk you through a well-developed exit plan that will kick in upon their retirement if they leave the firm find, for another job or otherwise unable to continue working on your behalf. So, you know, you find a, a financial services professional, you're really comfortable, you're happy with them and their firm and their philosophy and everything you've discussed. But then to ask, you know, what happens if something happens to you? I mean, it's such a fair question, Tony, and hopefully they have a really good, you know, exit strategy or plan or succession sure. plan for their clients. Yeah, I think that's important. And to be completely honest with you, Anthony, that's a, not a question that would have occurred to me to ask. That's a good one. Uh, I think that's really important. Well, it doesn't occur to many people, Tony, but it can be an, an important to know. The article's final question is, is there anything I forgot to ask you? Uh, is one that I love because it puts the matter back on the financial services professional's shoulders. Even if you've done your homework and come into the first meeting with great questions, uh, they may be able to push the conversation further uh, to places that you really hadn't considered. So, you know, we're talking about asking questions uh, and you went over a number of them that are so important. Uh, I think another big one is ask about taxes in retirement. How how can they help you deal with that? That's a big part of what you do. And I think that may be one we didn't address. Other than that, uh, I think we, we covered a lot there. Uh, but before we go today, I know another aspect. That, how do you get together with a financial services professional? How do people... Uh, come to you. And I know you have, a, a you mainly have, you just have so many referrals from current, current clients because they love working with you. But um, what are some other ways? I, I know you have some uh, seminars, you do dinner seminars that people can go to and there's no cost or, or obligation for that, uh, but they do have to reserve in advance, right? Absolutely. And it's a great way, incidentally, whether you're, you know, wanting to look at a firm, uh, you know, you're interviewing, you're in this process. If the firm does, whether it be a dinner seminar or a breakfast or a lunch or something at the library, or maybe if they'd even do a webinar or something that you can tune into online, what I would say is it, that's a good it's a good way to really get a feel for what type of planning they do okay so yes coming to the dinner seminar is a great yeah it's a nice outing it's a nice meal the ones we have coming up are going to be at Austin's here in Metairie so you know 
by all means, you just call our office and reserve a spot. So, you know, our seating is limited. So if, if, the, if the space is full, then we would have to refer you to another night. But we really encourage you to do that because you're going to get a sense of the things that we are going to talk about in terms of our planning for retirement. Uh, and I can just tell you, there's five key areas that we think are essential. And those are estate and legacy planning, health care planning, and investment strategy, income planning, and taxes. And those are really the five keys or the five elements that we think are essential in any retirement plan. So we're very uh, methodical about our plan, about our approach. And somebody could say, well, if I don't think estate planning is important or if I don't think health care or income planning or tax strategy, in other words, this is our wheelhouse and this is our plan and this is the areas that we touch on. So when you come to our workshop, we'll be talking specifically about those five key areas. And of course, there's nuances to those five areas and everybody's situation is different. But in the workshop, you get a real sense of, hey, this is what y'all talk about. This is what your plan consists of. And then when you're looking at other firms, you can see what their, you know, uh, their top uh, uh concerns are and what they do as it relates to their retirement planning. And that's a great way to really get a sense of what the firm is all about. So I would just encourage you, if you would like to come to our, one of our workshops, or if you'd like to log on and look at the, watch the work, workshop online, you can do that simply by going to our website at crescentcityretirement.com or calling our office at 504-828-2171. We'll send you a copy of our book that we wrote, Retiring Well. It's on Amazon. It's been published, but I'd love to send you a copy. And we'd love to send you some invitations and some invites to some of our upcoming workshops. Right. I think that's great, Anthony. And listeners, we're out of time. That does it for today's episode of Retirement Keys with our host, Anthony Congenital. Thank you for listening to Retirement Keys. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Kinjemi at Crescent City Retirement Group. Call 504-828-2171 or visit the website at crescentcityretirement.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Anthony Kinjemi and Crescent City Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.